Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Experience the unconventional, Evening, the unpredictable, What's and the completely unorthodox exactly. with rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. No, no, no. We haven't got the song because because I couldn't trust you, Catherine. I had to take my computer and play Size of the Cow there by the Wonder Stuff. Why? Because it's a great song and, and Airhead reminded me of it. I'm just in that vibe. But because of you... Being untrustworthy, I had to go to uh, for a comfort break, and I couldn't leave my computer You've got here. Be very careful with that at the moment; it's in tatters. No, it's um oh, it, 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 you know, it fires, but um, it's just like a watering can. I had to, <laughs> I had to take my computer with me because you yeah. would have done what a mate shouldn't do. You'd have gone on my computer, you'd have opened up the internet, and you'd have looked at my uh, Pornhub history, and that is that is that is private. That is between a gentleman. And um, uh, his and the authorities his laptop. No, no, no. It's not illegal. It's nothing on there is illegal. Um, it's very niche. It's it, yeah. It's it, I mean it's a fine line, is it? Um, I'm quite vanilla these days. Um, in fact, that was what it's about. It's about having sex with vanilla beans. But that's by the by. And you know you've made me say that. And so that's that. So we've not got size of the cow. So we just have to go dry into Alistair. Hello. Yes, Alistair. Hello. Sorry, man, it was on the power cord. Yeah, you'll be on the power cord in a minute. What do you mean by that? Well, what do you think I mean by that? You're going to strangle me. Um, yeah, it did sound a bit like that, didn't it? I'll take that back instantly. What you got for us? A uh, couple of things. Yes. First of all, did you see Love in the Country? Yo, Love in the Country. Sarah Cox finds love for f- some farmers in what is a really dark... So Catherine's gone off it. Tell, explain why you've gone off it, Catherine. I don't like the vibe. Yeah. I don't like the vibe. I don't like the way that the women are being kind of... Um, Manipulated. Com- but also competitive with each other. You know, yeah. one trying to suss out the others not so subtly. I don't like the vibe, man. It is weird. And the men will go through the same thing. but They'll behave differently. But this is... So basically, the farmer interviews four or five and then picks two or three... That, or four, one, one I think has picked four, I think, for next week, um, that they want to spend time with. And then the three or four come and stay at the farm for the weekend. And um, and it was, it focused on it focused on the women this week, the, 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 the male farmer and the women. And um, it was dark, it was mean. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm laughing loudest and longest at what you said. But there's so also humour in some, you know, 
some not great stuff yeah. just to get one over on each other. I felt sorry for Francesca. Everyone was laughing at Francesca. Yeah, and she knew. Yeah, and um, I enjoyed it. What did you think of it, Alistair? Well, I had a bit of a moment yeah. oh. when Francesca um, asked for tomato sauce with beef. Yeah, I found that offensive. But, you know. What's, what's your beef? Well, it's not done, is it? Well, well why? Oh, it's just not done. Oh, mate, you disgust me. Here's the thing. In Yorkshire, I, anyway. Yeah, here's the thing, right? Uh, with any roast dinner, whether there be lamb or, or not, <laughs> I will always have mint sauce. Is that oh, does... mint sauce is fine. Right, hang on. No, it's not. Mint really? sauce is only meant for lamb. So mint yeah. sauce, you'll put any, you'll put anywhere. Roasty, roast potatoes slathered in mint sauce, so the potato goes a bit green. Me and my the biggest fights in my house growing up were over between me and my sister about who had had the most mint sauce on a Sunday roast. How middle class we were. Who had had the most mint? Mum, she's had more than she's had all the mint sauce. I've had hardly any. Um, uh, so that, but so, but you, but if you're saying you could have mint sauce on a roast beef dinner, but not tomato ketchup, well, you're in, you're a hypocrite, Alistair. No, yes, no, I'm just sensible. No, you're not I'm... sensible. You're a hypocrite. You know, you can no. have ice cream in a Yorkshire pudding. Well, yes, for a, for a pudding rather than a main course. Well, but, Yorkshire, um... well, Catherine, grow up, mate. What what what's it called? Yorkshire pudding. Right. So and so so it's it's a pudding. It's a pudding. Yeah. What? But, so like suet pudding? You put custard on that, would you? No, but it's a pudding. You, <laughs> ha, you Alistair, what's the traditional way of eating Yorkshire pudding, please? You mean with beef or afterwards? After afterwards. Uh, I have treacle in mine. Treacle. Bit of jam. Bit of jam. Yeah. Get Yorkshire pudding. You slather some jam all over it. Beautiful. It's a pudding, Catherine. It's a pudding. It's a pudding. OK, it's um, it's only in, since the uh, l- uh, late, the late 19th century. Did I introduce this theme? Why are you telling the late me? Why are you 19- mansplaining pudding to the me? The late 19th century <laughs> where the it moved from a dessert to part of the mains. That's balls. It's not balls. That's shaved balls. Hey, did you know, you know, the plague? Mm-hmm. What, what year was it? Don't draw oh, 1600 and something, wasn't it? 1600, okay. Go, go on, Catherine. What year was the plague? Um, 1600. I think it was more than a year. Kate, wasn't it? Katie Puckrick would know, anyway. Katie Puckrick would know, exactly. She wouldn't. She wasn't. She would. Her actually. country wasn't even invented. Uh, so, go on. Well, okay, so, okay. Okay, when was the plague, Catherine? Because I'm about to blow your your freaking mind. Go on then. When was, no, 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 no. You answer the question first. It's about yeah. seventeen something, wasn't it? Seventeen something was it? Go on. Right. Okay. So the plague was 1603. Right. And the plague was 1592. Gosh. The plague happened twice. Mm-hmm. Don't say, aha, as though you knew. First of all, you're a hundred years out, and you thought it only happened once. The plague. Happened. I don't think it stopped happening. I think twice. it was bubbling away. The plague? No, 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 it stopped. The plague happened twice, right? Well, it can't have stopped. Otherwise, it wouldn't have come back, would it? And, and uh, 1592, what percentage of inhabitants of Stratford upon Avon died? Um, what, the whole lot? No, 25%, right? Right. And what was the name of the young lad that escaped from there? Um, Jimmy No Plague. William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare escaped from Stratford upon Avon, the plague in 1592, 
and he fled to London. And um, then in 1603, 1604, when the plague was back for the Plague 2, I guess you would call it if you're making a movie, the Plague Part 2. Uh, I wouldn't call it a reboot. Name a film that's been, name a sequel that's been called Reboot. Reboot 2. Fair play. No, it's actually a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is a great movie. If you've not seen it, guys, I thoroughly recommend it. You don't like Reboot 1, though, you won't. Um, and they had to close all the theatres down. Right. Because social gathering, social gathering is where the plague would spread. So they had to close all the theatres down. So um, the Royal Shakespeare Company went went on tour. This is in this is your this is your country's history, Catherine. You'd be bored. You'd be bored. But that says a I'm lot. I'm just watching. Why? What? What? Why? It's education and it's what, knowledge why are you and doing it's this? free. Why are you doing this? You'd be bored of your own country's history. I'm bored of that. I'm bored of. Okay, well that's disrespectful. <laughs> but what you're getting here, what you're getting, well, this is the thing I've worried about this show, Alistair. We talk too much about. Right. We talk too much about pubic hair, all this that. stuff that Catherine wants. <laughs> pubis and um, uh, you ever had a fight with a pop star? All this silly stuff, right? And we talk. Uh, oh God, depression. I'm going to kill myself. Oh, talk about all that stuff, right? <laughs> But we're not we're not actually doing enough social and political history. And this is a new strand, and I'm glad we're having this conversation now. This is a new strand I want to introduce into the late night alternative. I want people it to be, being penalized. I want it to talk about <laughs> I want it I want us to learn about this once oh, great nation that we that we all live in. We all live in it. Um, some, some have don't. been some, some, some have been here longer than others. You know what I'm saying? I think you do. But this great nation, this once great nation, and I think we could have fame, we? I think the only way we can get this, we can make Britain, and I, I refuse to call it Great Britain at the moment because it's not. But the only way we can make Britain great again is by exploring what made it great throughout the century. Well, so like the plague from now and and yeah, the plague. And um, stoicism in the face of the plague. Well, they weren't stoic. They all head for the hills, didn't they? Well, no, that... Thank you for... I'm glad you brought that up. No, they didn't. Um, fleeing was the best thing you could do, but the government... Well, the king... Uh, Which king? King James. Which one? The first. Okay. Yeah, sorry, because Queen Elizabeth died and was replaced by King James I. I know all of this stuff, Catherine! The first Scottish king. Um, so, and as soon as he came in, you get the plague again. Hey, so uh, everyone wanted to flee because fleeing out of the, the cities was the best thing to do. But of course, if you flee and you're infected, then you spread it. So the the king brought in this law that it basically, if you were poor, you weren't allowed to flee. But if you were rich, you could go and live in like your country estates and country mansions and things like that. So. The, there was a, a smaller percentage of the gentry died and a bigger percentage of the poor people died. What's new? Turning into a bit of a George yeah, Galloway right. here. But, yeah. so any other questions, Catherine? Because I've just blown your mind by knowing that. Is, is this finished now? The plague? Well, thank you for asking me that. Because, and this is true. In certain parts of Ethiopia... The plague still exists, yeah. and also they found a squirrel, squirrel. in a uh, in a, a park mm-hmm. in I believe San Francisco. Mm. They found a squirrel in a park in San Francisco. It's coughing. That has the the bubonic plague. And they also keep it in a jar, don't they? Not the squirrel, the, the plague. 
that's smallpox and polio they keep in a jar. Um, uh, in the that, same jar or different? Right. Sorry, I thought you were actually interested for a second and it turns out you've been in a knob. Well, that's, that's um, tonight's uh, social history, uh, part one. And th- we'll be looking at history throughout the centuries, throughout the years, um, uh, as the series progresses. If you've got any history questions, then email me, historyprof at yahoo.co.uk. Historyprof at yahoo.co.uk. Or go to his new website, Easy as Facts. Well, Alistair, I hope that clears things up for you. Yeah, this is it. Thank you so much for calling. 0344 499 Let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Hello, Ian. How are you doing, mate? Very, very well, mate. Uh, uh, what, what, is, what is great? i tell you what is great, right? Catherine's doing the, oh, I'm bored at that stuff, right? But A, I know that she likes historical stuff. I did. And, and, B, and B, and this is, this is what makes it so, so great. I know that she's fuming that I actually knew all that stuff. I knew the years. Well, I knew the that's, kings. That's why I was calling in. Yeah. Is that what you were doing on the toilet? Googling. I, I think that. Um, I, I think there's some some errors in your facts. Oh, I'd like to hear this, Paul. This I would <laughs> love. Oh, I would love to hear this, Paul. Bring it um, on, Paul. Bring it <laughs> right, on. The first one is that you you are you you're right that um, it, that the plague hit Stratford Aden, but it didn't at that time. It actually um, in the year. So it was in 1564. Shakespeare was born in the April. This happened um, in the June. Okay, your lines, your lines breaking up a little bit. So move on to the second point. Move on to the second point, please. Okay. So at that point, he did, he didn't flee. He was he was like three three months old. So he didn't flee and go to London. At that point, he, we don't know where he went to London exactly, but it was probably in his um, in his early twenties. Right. Okay. Hang on. Sorry. Sorry. You were there, were you? No, right. Well, then, well, then I was in Stratford this week, though. Oh, um, oh, he was in Stratford. So by osmosis, he's picked up um, <laughs> Shakespeare's. Look it up, Catherine, if you don't know what it means. He's picked up Shakespeare's biography. Has he? Has he? We we don't tend to have one, unfortunately. So well, you may not. You may not. I certainly know a little bit more. So you basically phoned me up to tell me that we don't know exactly when Shakespeare moved to London. <sighs> we, yeah, we, we know that. But the second, the second point then is that the, the, the what we know is like the um, the Great Plague, which was the Black Death that happened then in um, sixteen sixty four and sixteen sixty five. Okay, hang on a second. Let me just ask you a question, Paul. Go on. Did I get the Queen and the King right? Um, yes. Thanks very much for calling. There we go. You see, know it alls. Hate know it alls. If you have got any questions about history. Uh, do email me, historyprof at yahoo.co.uk. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Moonlit musings from mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Don't forget you can listen to Talk Radio on DAB. Download the app. Or go to talkradio.co.uk. And as always, you can watch the show on youtube.com slash Ian Lee. If you look for the live feed, then we're there and people are chatting. 203 people watching us there uh, now. And um, uh, you can also go to periscope.tv slash Ian Lee if uh, you want to do that. You'd be very, very welcome. Jonathan called back and then I, I guess he I guess he bottled it. Yeah. He put the phone down. So I don't know what that is. Well, it's not really. You're going to be all right about that. Yeah, but I'll be fine. No, but are you though? I think so. Um, there's a lot of callers at the moment 
It's a very dark vibe from some of them. And there's a lot of callers who are intent on telling me what I'm thinking and what I am feeling. And we know who I'm talking about. They've been on a few times. And um, the, the thing is, you can't argue with those people because they know better than me what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling. Oh, and they know you. Well, they know me. Here's the thing, right? Honestly, I am... I think... I think... No, I, I... I am, I think, the most honest radio host that I'm aware of and certainly what the one that shares the most personal at times quite detailed personal information um and if I wasn't being honest about this detailed personal information there'd be no point in sharing it you know, and there's some things I don't go into detail. I'm not going to go into detail about the divorce because that's that's private and that's none of your business. And other people obviously are involved that haven't given me permission, you know, to express permission to, to talk about it. And I, I, I wouldn't want to. I've always protected my family and my kids and my wife and their identity. I've never said who they are on the radio. Never said my... Um, uh, um, <laughs> George Galloway's listening to this. So we've got Mike Graham listening. And um, George Galloway, uh, George Galloway's tweeted brilliant, surreal brilliance now with Ian Lee and Flipping Kath. I know it all now on the Black Death and Shakespeare, <laughs> or do well, I? Yeah, I wouldn't take an exam on it, George, <laughs> based on Professor what are you called History Prof. History Prof at Yahoo.co.uk. <laughs> I must set up that email account. Um, but but honestly, I, I am I am I think I'm the most self-revealing as Kath will vouch earlier on when I showed her my shavings. Uh, the, the most self-revealing presenter on, on radio. And it's it's true. What I say is true, you know. And, I, I, and sometimes I go home and think, oh, I, sh- I, I said too much, man. I gave away too much. Um, but I think that's what makes this show unique. It makes my act unique. It makes my relationship with Catherine on air unique. It, it makes the relationship with the callers, you know, and you, dear listener, unique. There's no point in doing it if you're not going to tell the truth, you know. So... When people call up and say, no, 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 you don't think that. This is what you think, or this is what you should think. But you know what? That, what's behind that? Go on. I'm important. That's what they're saying. Yeah. I'm important. I see something other people don't because I'm important. Yeah. And I want to make an impact on you whichever way I can. And if it's by niggling away at you, then that's what it's going to be. It's like pulling your pigtails when you're a kid at school. Um, yeah. I just want your attention. Yeah. And that's great. And I, and, and honest again, this is the only show I know of that will allow people to phone up and be critical of me. If people want to phone up and say, "I think the show's rubbish," and I think you're an idiot, and this is why. It's good. As, it, it, it's it's better to have a and this is why at the end of it. Don't just say, "I think your show's rubbish." You can do it if you want, but it doesn't take us anywhere. If you say, "And this is why," then we can have a conversation about it. Otherwise, it's just me going, oh, "Okay, thanks." But I, again, I can't think of any other show. Some shows don't even take phone calls because they're so scared of the the backlash that they would get. Steve Allen. Others um, get phone calls and don't know how to speak to people or they um, don't really listen. Yep. So you can ring up somewhere and do your monologue. London's pretty big biggest C word. Um, and someone will say to you, great point, thanks very much. They've not really listened. You're just filling time. So um, they're making a movie about the Eurovision Song Contest with Will Ferrell. Here's the thing, right? Most Will Ferrell films are rubbish. Cheap. 
easily put together. He plays the same dumb character. But I could watch him. I could watch him till the cows come home. I love watching Will Ferrell. And it took me a while to get it. For a long time, I was quite sneery about it. Um, but I love I love Blades of Glory, the one where it's... Um, there's, what's the really, the really funny one? Where I think it's a they're a basketball team and they're all sport. A lot of them are sports movies. I even watched um, Land of the Lost the other day and that was terrible and that was hard work. That took three or four sittings to do it because it's awful What's film. What's the one about the two dads that he's in? Oh, that, that's crap as well, isn't it? Um, it's got Marky Mark in it. I mean. Yeah, but I really enjoyed it. I've not seen the new one. I really enjoyed it. I love, I love watching him. I think he's so watchable and I love that dumb middle-aged man character that he plays. I'd probably identify it with it. I'll beat you to it there, Catherine. But I, I, I love watching him. There's the great one about the basketball team. There's the one... Oh, is it Blades of Glory where he's, he's a sex addict and they go to a sex addiction meeting, but they're all just, like, virtually having sex and stuff. It's, it's so... They're so cheesy and, and quite, you know, a production line in values. But I, I love watching him. Anyway, it says here... It's in, it's in the newspaper, so it must be true. Hollywood bosses are planning Eurovision the movie. Why? I don't know. I don't believe that because it doesn't mean anything in America. No. Latin countries aren't in it, are they? No, no. They want to cash in on the success of the camp contest, which is watched by 200 million viewers every year. Producers have already secured uh, Will Ferrell, 50 for the film. He's flown to Lisbon where this year's event is being held. The A-list actor is on a research mission to find out why Eurovision is such a hit. A contest insider said, Americans don't know much about Eurovision, but this film will change all that. Oh, they'll find it hilarious. It is hilarious. It's a silly idea. Um, Elf star Will attended Eurovision's opening ceremony on Sunday night in the Portuguese capital. He was at the red carpet bash to spy on acts from across Europe. Our source added, Will was surveying everything and seeing what it was all about. Um, I'd watch that. I don't even know who's doing... It says here... Suri. Yeah, you remember. Didn't we watch the selection process? It was like, she looks a bit like sort of um, young Annie Lennox. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah, good luck. Don't stand a chance. Just because we, we don't stand a chance at this thing anymore. I, sh- I think they should get Box Fizz back and do that song. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Backing your mind up. Want to do the skirt thing Do the again. same song, do the skirt, do it all. But this time they ask for permission. Yeah, it's we 2018. go. Me too. Evening, uh, Lewis. Hello. Hello, Lewis. Hey, how's it going? Going very, very well, thank you. we got two of the station's big hitters, Michael Graham and uh, Mr George okay. Galloway himself. They are both listening to this show, stealing ideas. When you, If George is on tomorrow night, Mike's on tomorrow morning at 10, George will probably be on tomorrow night at 7. Oh, you will do. It's f- no, uh, no, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. But he probably will still be on tomorrow night at seven. You listen. I bet they'll be talking about Will Ferrell. Manscaping. Manscaping <laughs> and Shakespeare and the Plague. You know it. You know yeah. it. Oh, I, I, I do have to admit, the reason why I got Twitter in the first place was because of the two mics show. You got Twitter because of the two mics? What, you wanted to troll Mike Parry? What's, or, or, be, um, or be insulted by Mike Graham. What did Liam Gallagher call Mike Parry? Cheap pound land Kenny Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? I Liam Gallagher. That. No. Oh my God. Pound land Kenny Rogers. That's a great one. That's a great one. Anyway, oh Lewis, go God. on. What you got for us, mate? Um, there's a Will Ferrell film, right? It's called um, Everything Must Go. Have you heard of it? Uh, remind me what happens in it. Well, it's quite sad actually. It's not his typical film. Um, oh, is, it, is that the he, one where he's in a book? No, it's not. He's an alcoholic. He's an alcoholic. He loses his wife and kids and everything, and it's really bloody sad. It's a really sad film, but it's funny though because like he funny, does man. funny things. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, well, I'm gonna watch that tomorrow. Thank you very much. Everything, everything must go. It's called. I'm, I'm being it. There's one. Where, um, which isn't that great, actually. Everything Must Go, Will Ferrell, Rebecca Hall. Let's see what it gets on here. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, 6.4, that's good enough for me. There's one where he's a character in, <laughs> he's a, character in a book. He's a character oh, right. in a book. And it's, 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 it's wonderful. It's, and, and the author yeah. who's writing the book is trying to kill him off. And he suddenly becomes aware... Oh. I've heard of this. Actually. It's, it is actually, it's, it's, it's a great concept. It's not brilliant, but it's some good bits. He becomes aware that he's a character in a book and this author is trying to kill him off. And so he keeps trying to do things to make him more interesting in the book yeah, yeah. so that she can't <laughs> kill him off. It's, it's actually it's quite a good film. OK, well, we can swap. Lewis, we're, we're, swapping, we're swapping ferals. We're swapping, we're swapping ferals, man. Nice okay. one, man. Thank you, Lewis. <laughs> right, cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Lewis. Uh, let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Hi, evening. Evening. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you, mate. What you got? Oh, well, a couple of things. First of all, can we bring Terry Wogan back for the uh, Eurovisions? It's going to be a bit tricky. 
Well, you would think they've done... They've hologram. Done, Robo-Wogan. Yeah, ro- Robo-Wogan. They've, they've got holograms for ABBA that are going to go on tour. Then they must be able to, to CGI Wogan. I mean, they did wonders with his hair. So to, 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 all you've got to do is just work down from that. They must be able to. Yeah. OK, but the main point... Yes, I, that I, was I, I was actually... I was as chastised today. Good. And I need, I need some agony aunt support yep. and your views. Here we go. Right. So basically, hang on, basically, someone called Paul out for doing something wrong. And he uh, wants to tell us it was OK. And we're going to go, actually, I think that sounds a little bit dodgy bodsky. But let's give him the benefit let's of the doubt. Let's give him the benefit of okay. the doubt, yes. Paul. Uh, well, OK, so um, I actually was talking... Uh, moving a story along about something that happened uh, on holiday... And I said, well, I haven't said transvestite. And I was told I can no longer use the word transvestite. OK. It's got to be something else. Is transvestite now a banned word? Well, welcome to um, the trans hotline, where I didn't misgender someone yesterday. Thanks for double-checking. Um, the short answer is I don't know. I think there is a difference. Yeah. I think there is a, there is a difference. Some people are men who like to wear clothes that are generally assigned to women, right? But it's just clothes. Which is what some I people to the transvestite. Right. Some people are born not, trans, not transgender. That's different. I'm talking about. I was told off for using. It's got to be a drag queen or something now. Was it a drag queen or was it a transvestite? Well, hang well, on. What's the difference? That's a difference. Uh, that's where I was chastised. Well, there's it? an element of theatre in drag queenery, isn't there? OK, so what is transvesticism? Well, the, the, the Eddie Izzard came out as a transvestite 20 years now ago. He's, now he's a transsexual, I think. Is he? Mm-hmm. Right, OK, OK. Well, let, this me is, let me check. This is what is great about this whole thing, is it's, it's evolving. It's, everything is changing, the language changes, and, uh, you know, and um, things, things move on. I don't know is the short answer, Paul. So is it transgender, transvestite, drag queen... Transsexual. Transsexual. Yeah. Transformer. I don't know. Well, I suppose you could have asked her. Oh, she she said it was definitely... It's an abusive word now, apparently. Well, who told you it's it's an abusive word? uh, the person I was talking to, I don't want to okay. name her name. No, but... okay, but you weren't talking to the trans. You weren't talking to the trans no, no, person. No, 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 right? No, but she, she, she's a lesbian. I think we can say that word now. We can say lesbian. lesbian. Lesbian doesn't yeah. necessarily grant significantly more insight into trans. I don't know. This has got to tread so carefully because I'll get. I don't care if I get abused on Twitch. I'm, 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 do, well, I'm, I'm fishing uh, around doing the best I can. Um, well, I don't know. We'll have to put it out there, Paul. Um, okay. It would be great if uh, a member of, if a man or woman, formerly of the of um, trans people, no, that's the dance troupe, the trans community. I don't know. If someone who knows these things could tell us, that would be great. Why is it so important for you to label them? Oh, fair. Well, that was something else that come up. Why did you okay? Well, why did you point them out? Uh, because it was 
it's a long story. There's probably too long for the programme, but it was relating to. We've got an hour uh, and a half. We've got an hour and a half, and the yeah. only caller we got lined up uh, is Andre. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. But but it was not derogatory or, or demeaning of what I was talking about. Generally, it was just a term to describe somebody that wasn't looking very good in their. Wow. Now, oh, so there was derogatory. Hang on. Well, hang on now. Hang on now. Hang on now. Hang on. I think more important than the words are the intent behind the words. And oh God! Yeah, I personally think so. Again, others might disagree, but the, so the point was to say there is someone over there who doesn't look very good. But the word was describing the individual's look rather than. But why would you? Why would you term. want? Why would you want to point out that someone doesn't look very good, whether it be a man, woman, trans, man? Why? 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 Why, why would you do that? Uh, well, again, it wasn't. It wasn't a relay from something that I was saying. I was relaying it regarding a third party telling me about something, and I still got chastised. Uh, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't. Shouldn't gossip. Maybe that's the problem. There's there's a lesson. There's a lesson. It is a lesson, isn't it? It is for all of us. Um, hang on a second. Say say there because we're going to get a young lady. I'm assuming that she's young. I don't know. Is uh, to to talk to us. Hang on. Stay there. Who might be able to explain things? Uh, a little bit better. Uh, Sam is... Um, doing... Just while we've got this pause, I had a look um, yes. for Eddie, Eddie Izzard. Now, yeah. I remember him saying that he was he was a straight transvestite or a male lesbian. That was back in the day. But now he's saying um, he is transgender. Right. Sorry, she is transgender. There we go. There we go. Uh, no, hang on. And a complete boy plus half girl. Okay, so... Sam, are we... Is Napoleon... No? It's nuanced. No, we have no Napoleon. We're waiting for Napoleon to call in. She can... Um, she can fill in all of the blanks. But maybe she's... But I think there's a bit you're missing out, if I'm going to be honest. Oh, me? Yeah. Now, what's that bit? Well, the bit where you were talking about trying to describe someone who wasn't passing. Oh, what the gossip passed. Well, saying that someone didn't look good, or you weren't convinced. Well, I know it was actually somebody else that somebody else didn't look good and described them as a trans-sexual oh, yeah, okay. gender dresser. Well, but, but oh, now you're not. But now, hard. by doing that, that isn't that isn't helping things. Trans-sexual um, gender dresser. That isn't helping I, things. I, I don't know how to describe. It's just why does it have to be so confusing? Well, Why do like, we have to change? Well, you don't have. You don't right have last week. Imagine, you don't have to change. Imagine how confusing it's been for them. Stay right, Paul. Napoleon's on the line. Good evening, Napoleon. Hi. Right. Um, can we stop calling Napoleon online uh, or on phone? Just Noah's fine. I don't know um, what I don't know what your name is. Noah. Right. Okay. Listen. Can, yeah. can you stop coming on with a cob on? Because I don't know what your name is. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to go and on also, with a cob on. Also, just to clarify, because Catholics, listen back, I didn't misgender you yesterday. But anyway, that's to one um, side. So um, Okay, um, can I just have a quick reply to that? And yeah, then... sure. And then I'll have a quick so, reply I back. I mean, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fully admitting that I misheard you. But later in the conversation, you misheard me. So these things happen. I apologise. Well, when we thought you swore. 
Yeah. Yes. Okay, fine. But why do you... Why can't um, you just accept that you accused me of something wrong instead of saying... I but did, I, I, I misheard. I misheard, I misheard, but then you misheard as well. Yes. Yeah, I thought you said the F word. I, I just occasionally think people say the F word. I have to, I have to be extra, ca- extra yeah, cautious. Me thinking it. you said the F word is not the same as you thinking, you, you accusing me of misgendering you. Okay. Right. So, and I, and I don't know that your name is Noah. How am I supposed to know what your name is? You know, well, so, no, I just, I was just uh, saying, can we call me that? Because Napoleon, I'm If I remember, if I remember, if I remember, Jesus, if I remember to do that, but because you're calling in on Skype, I don't have a little strap line that tells me there. So, yeah, cool. I'll try cool. and remember. Right, speak to Paul. Um, well, I mean, I'm just going to come from, I just want to pick up uh, about the Ezzy Izzard thing. Can we, we not for the moment? Can we? Can we? No. Can we address what you, Paul is saying? Did you hear me clarify that? Well, I mean, you you kind of clarified it, but I mean, can we? No, Noah, Noah, can we? Can we forget about that for the moment? Maybe we'll come well, back. I mean, to it that. kind of comes into the whole team. Well, no, can we, no. It's, listen, yeah, I know it's great. It's my show. We, we, we'll maybe come back to that in a minute. Would you okay. like to address what Paul was talking about? Well, I mean, what Paul was saying about he calls someone a transvestite. Um, just because he taught, he seen them and looked at them and said, well, they look like a transvestite, which is kind of a derogatory term. Someone isn't a transvestite. And, I mean, word is kind of out of favour because it is it has been derogatory for so many years. So, I mean, now you like transgender, of which I was telling you last night, which is an umbrella term for the whole trans community. So transvestite, as a term, we don't use trans- anymore. It's kind of fallen out of favour because it, it has certain derogatory connotations. OK. So a, a, a gentleman... So what, what I, as I was growing up, a transvestite was someone who just enjoyed wearing women's clothing, not necessarily for a sexual reason, but just enjoyed wearing women's clothing. So what term would we use for that person well, now? Well, I mean, the, the problem is you have to use whatever term they ask you to use, which if Eddie Izzard says he's transgender now, that's what he is. That's and he, is, he does still use male pronouns, which it makes it really confusing for, like, most people, even me, it makes it a little confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'm just saying that every other doesn't really identify as male or female. He's kind of non-binary, but he doesn't mind either way because that's the way he feels. And everyone's a little different. And this is what makes it all so beautiful, Paul, that it's evolving, it's forever oh. changing, it's fluid. So, uh, uh, number one, how am I supposed to know that? And well, number two, who decides? Well, I mean, if you're not sure, maybe don't don't bring it up at all. Well, well, uh, yeah, but I'm running out of words. Is a problem. I think some of you left out some more words. The dictionary. Well, can I can I just get a clarification? How it came about? Where you're actually like calling them a transvestite? Like, did did you have a conversation? Did you just look at someone the way their parents was and just like make a comment or? No, no, that's just a comment from somebody else that was talking about who they met on holiday. They met okay. a transvestite on holiday, and I said to them, that, that, was, that was relayed by me and uh, chastised. But uh, the point I'm trying to get to is uh, what, you know, what, I've lost track of what a trans, I mean, I, I'm with him, you know, a transvestite was quite well defined as a, a man dressed in female clothing and, and, Nothing negative was meant by it, or, or you know, it's just a descriptive fact. So it wasn't uh, like you were throwing, you weren't throwing an insult at anyone or anything like that. 
No, no, it was purely, purely descriptive. Okay, but you did make a comment earlier, which was quite, you know, it seems a little transphobic. Transformer, you were making all of these things, and you said transformer like a joke, and that's quite a transphobic joke. So I mean, your attitude. What's, 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 what's wrong with jokes? Now? What, what's wrong with jokes? What's wrong with? Well, I mean, when you're on the other side, you get I listened to uh, Radio Four today. I think it was the, the, the comedy half an hour, and there was somebody from I think it was Nigeria or. And they were making jokes about Nigerians, about blacks, and it's quite okay. But for some reason, other people can't make the same jokes. And I, I get confused what? as to... Well, what do you mean, what? They were making jokes about Nigerians and blacks? Yeah, they were. Yeah, I mean, they, they, are from, they, they, they were black and Nigerian, and they were able to make ethnic jokes. Right, you, and, Paul, 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 Paul. hang on a minute, hang on a minute, no, Paul. You under, do you understand yeah. why it's okay for for black Nigerians? And I know the show you were talking about. Um, okay. You, do you yeah, understand? Hey, uh, I, I, no, I, I heard a, I had a bit of it. I had a bit of it last week. I didn't I didn't particularly like it. But um, okay. do you understand why it's okay for black Nigerians to make jokes about black Nigerians, and it would not be okay for me to make jokes about black Nigerians? Do you know? Do you understand? You do you understand why that is? To a point, yes. What do you mean to a point? Well, um, I think it's the fact that when... when uh, if you were to use what you believe was an innocent term and to be chastised where that term has now been changed by... I'm not sure who changes the term. But language, language, language evolves. Language evolves. It evolves all the evolves, time. Who evolves it? But, who no, evolves but, but, it? but language... Language has always evolved. Words don't... Lots of words don't mean what they meant 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 100 years ago. Language always evolves. Language is a living, breathing thing. It's not set in stone. But at what point are you supposed to know it's changed? Well, you by asking questions, by having your ears open, by reading, by listening, by if you say something that someone goes, oh, I don't like that, you go, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know that. Can you explain why? And listening to their response... But who said that response is correct? Who's defining that? that, that but, it sound, but it sounds uh, like. But, any, but it sounds like the, the fact that you're questioning that sounds like you're looking for a fight, and you'll say you're not. But, but yeah, <laughs> the fact that you don't get why a black Nigerian can make jokes about black Nigerians that are, that I can't make. That, that it's all about power. It's all about. It's like like why. Um, Black people can say the M word because they are they are owning that word. Yeah. And for if I were to say it, it would it would have you know a completely different connotation. Yet in the seventies, I've got interview. I was listening to an interview with John Lennon. The other, there's a John Lennon song called "Woman Is the N Word of the World." Language yeah. changes. Language changes. Words evolve. I know. Right, when I was growing up, a transvestite, a tranny, a TV, a crossdresser, whatever you want to say, in the seventies and eighties, and for some of the nineties, that was a bloke that used to just like wearing women's clothes. They didn't want to become a woman. They just liked wearing women's clothes. Well, we are finding out that that word now is possibly considered derogatory. Well, I've learnt something, so I won't um, be using that word. For a second. Yeah, go on. I mean, I struggle with transvestite being, like, it can be used in a derogatory fashion. I don't think tranny is definitely derogatory. Um, I mean, transvestite, for some reason, I'm, I'm not a transvestite, so I can't really speak on behalf of transvestites. So, I mean, but I know that it has recently gone out of favour in that kind of community. So, 
I mean, I know people like Eddie Izzard are, as I've said, identifying as transgender more and more these days because it's just, it's, I don't know, it's if all just grouped us in as one big group as transgender and, you know, we're not, we're not all the same, which is kind of, it, it's even, it's very, it's very hard to explain it. No, just uh, just coming back to Paul. I get that it's confusing, but you ask the right questions. It's about whether you're prepared to listen and and yeah. change because things are moving on, and it's about whether you want to know the answer or whether you want to just keep sticking your um, head in the sand and pretending that what you think is right. I think it's more a case of who decides what is right. They do. Well, yeah, they do. They, they do. Uh, yeah. Who's they? The, the, the what, people what? that you're at risk of offending. Yeah. But do we do we look at uh, uh, you know Collins English Dictionary for definitions? You don't want to know the we... answer, Paul, do you? Well, I don't know. I'm asking the question. Yeah, we've answered it. Well, it's been answered, Paul, and the, you you don't want to change. You're angry that you got called out for talking about a transvestite in your terms that that looked a bit ropey. I think that was kind of roughly the, the terms you oh. used. Um, you got called out for it, and that's upset you, and that's embarrassed you, and that's fine. Um, and you're angry that a minority group has taken away or has, has, has seemingly um, d- d- struck a word from your vocabulary. Just, 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 just don't uh, say I the word transvestite I again. I haven't got that many. I haven't got that many words to use. I'm, I'm struggling now. Well, You've been you, given you, a few tonight. Yeah, you, you won't, you won't. I, you know, you, you, you'll, you'll survive without calling someone a transvestite. Uh, uh, yeah, no problem. All right. Nice one, Paul. Thank you, mate. Uh, bye. Ta-ta. No, he, he didn't want to hear. Thanks, Noah. Thank you, Noah. Um, uh, one sec. Uh, am I still on the air? Yes. Um, I just, like, I really don't want to become the spokesperson for, you know, transgender issues, but you did kind of, I don't know, say something which kind of made me want to call in again. So, um, yeah, I was, like, last night with a bit, you know, Heed it, and I again apologise for that. So okay. you know, um, that's all I really want to say. All right, nice one. Thank you very much. Nice. Cheers. Bye bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What a show this is tonight. Show of shows. This is Talk Radio across the UK, online and on DAB. We are Talk Talk Radio. Give it some lip. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.